So I just have one question for you. Are you ready to win? Winning with waterfall racing is all about being a part of a community that supports each other. We have top age groupers, we have beginners, and we also have a group of the most incredible pros. And we're all here to support each other on this journey of triathlon, endurance sports, and really just to get each other through life. You're going to love our podcast because we bring a mix of professionals, age groupers, mindset leaders, everything coming together to help support this journey, to help us become the best version of us in chasing this sport that gets quite addicting, to be honest, but it's all there to help us achieve one thing, and that's to grow and to become the best version of ourselves. So welcome to the Waterfall Racing Podcast. Well, here we are just a week and one day out from Clash Daytona. It was such a fun weekend. Like, I can't even imagine a better way to end the season, my race season, but there at Clash Daytona. So I'm going to get in and tell you all the things. But before I get started, how are you doing, you guys? I woke up uh, this morning and it was so cool to just think, what do I want to do today for exercise? Like, what do I want to do to get my body moving? There was no pressure, nothing on the schedule. I'm in my couple weeks of free choice. And I kind of thought the night before, I'm going to wake up and you know what, I'm going to go for a swim. So that's exactly what I did. I went for a swim. And then um, I ended up doing some CrossFit type strength work in the gym. And it was so fun. I'm telling you, I've never felt just so strong. And, um, you know, there's so much of my body that is used to being a little fatigued or a little tired or, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, don't lift too heavy because, you know, you've got something else coming up. But I was just able to get in there and have fun. And it's, I'm really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. And I hope you're enjoying your off season as well. We also celebrated my daughter turned 16, um, December 18th, but we will be going for our oldest daughter's wedding, which is December. December 18th. So we did a little mini celebration this weekend and, you know, was able to get out and just enjoy all the things which are December, the holiday lights, um, taking her and her friends all around out to eat. And uh, we'll be doing a, a 16th birthday trip for her to BA because she wants to... Um, she wants to go somewhere warm and she wants to go when it's warm. So we haven't quite decided where that's going to be, but it'll be in the summer sometime. So I hope you're enjoying your holiday season, but I wanted to give you a quick recap before I jump in to some of these interviews. And it was fun just to go back and kind of listen to uh, just the energy at the race. You know, I forgot all of these interviews are are fast and furious and you can feel because I was in the middle of racing and finishing racing myself. So it's definitely a different type of podcast. If this is the first time you're tuning into our podcast, the race episodes are definitely very different, but they do exactly what I want. And that is to capture kind of the energy and um, the raw emotion and the just the raw feedback from these races. So I will tell you, uh, Clash Daytona was really special this year because I am a Clash ambassador and they reached out to me and they wanted to do a series on women without limits. 
And so I knew that coming down, um, I had submitted some footage of just like every day me working out. And then I knew that that day there was going to be a series of like interviews. And then I also knew that they would be following me some on the race course and that I was going to be paired up with two other women that they were doing the stories on for a relay. But I, I never met these women before. And so pretty much I met both of them the morning of the relay. And you guys, I'd never done a relay to begin with, but I was so excited on, um, well, let me back up. Friday night, is it Friday? Yeah, Friday night is the jingle jog. That's the night we got in. And um, the hotel that Clash put me up in was right there overlooking like the courtyard where the jingle jog is. And so it was so fun to go out there. I mean, everybody's like dressed up, you know, full on jingle jog style. So fun to start the the weekend that way. And then the next morning, uh, I woke up and I was able to meet Brooke Bennett and Shannon Spake at the relay. And I've never done a sprint in my life. First of all, that's the first, that's the only distance I have yet to do on my own. I've never done a sprint distance. So that, you know, that combined with the fact that I've never done a relay, I was super excited. Uh, And to make it even more appealing, remember the relay is only on the track pretty much. And I have never been able to just ride the track because I've only done the long distance. And that one, you only do like half of a loop and then you're out on the road. So I was so excited to jump in there and and know that I had the chance to do the track. So the morning of get out there, everything's just so nice and organized. I I needed um my I needed to check my tires and you know when you have a disc wheel, it's just nice to have somebody else look at it and I can never do it by myself. I always need somebody to help me uh with my disc wheel. And so it was nice. There was a truck set up there and I was able to just go right up to him. He checked all my tire pressure and I was able to roll on in. And of course they have cameras. They had cameras rolling there at the transition, uh starting this little mini like little documentary that they're doing. And then you guys, I i mean, I knew Brooke Bennett was an Olympian, but I hadn't really Googled her. And so, you know, when I kind of did a little bit more research on her to see that she's not just an Olympian, but she's like a multiple gold medalist, um, silver medalist, bronze and all different. I mean, like just a champion through and through on all different levels. So impressive. And believe me, she looks like it too. I was so impressed um, too to meet her in person. And I was so excited. Okay, because here's the first time in my life that I knew I was going to be able to be like one of the first, if not the first person to get on the bike course. Uh, I am, you know, I struggle with my swim. I'm always middle, middle back of the pack. And so I was just like chomping at the bit, waiting, waiting by my bike because I knew it was going to be fast. And she obviously did not disappoint. She never wears a wetsuit. Um, She says it messes up her swim. So no matter how cold the water is, uh, she's never going to wear a wetsuit. So everybody else was wearing wetsuits, but of course not Brooke. And here comes Brooke literally sprinting down the red carpet. And I was so excited. I literally think it was just me and one maybe two other guys that started all about the same time so we had the entire racetrack to ourselves that first loop 
And it was so fun. There is nothing like that feeling. I, my heart was racing. I was just thinking, this is the absolute coolest. It doesn't get better than this. And so we had the whole racetrack to ourselves. And then obviously by the time we come around the second time, there were some people starting to join in. And then the third time, uh, the fourth time, it starts to get a little bit more crowded. And then I believe it's is it the fifth loop? It was like the fifth loop. Then you do uh, you do a little exit and kind of come around and you come up through the tunnel and then you come back in. But you guys, we started the run, I think in like second place still for the relay, handed it off. Um, another boss woman, uh, we had Shannon Spake. And Shannon, you guys need to Google her as well. She is a sportscaster for NASCAR, for um, NFL, just another completely boss woman. And she had such an incredible run, Uh, especially the fact that she was just recovering from hamstring surgery. And I think this was like her first run back. Like, I don't even think she had like worked her way back into running. Um, And here she, she like did so good. She had a great, great run for us. And the only teams that beat us, you guys, we ended up in fourth place. And the only three ahead of us were all men teams. So we were the first women team. And uh, I think Bill Christie said he was going to give us like an honorary uh, first women award or something. But it was so fun. And so now I'm so hooked on relays. So that is how the first day started. And everywhere you go, you're just hearing Another event is starting. They had the kids event. They had the Redline Relay, which is just bikes. They had another sprint event. Uh, I mean, everywhere you turn, they had Aquathon. They had Duelathon. Like, it's insane how much is going on at these events. And, you know, each race starts with the big fireworks. The energy is just so amazing. I mean, like, I it, my plan was to race. Um, go get my interview, which I went upstairs and they interviewed me and then go to my room and like chill, but I couldn't get out of there. It was just so fun. There was just people everywhere that I knew and you're just talking and I got a few interviews. It was just so, so fun. So, uh, then after that, we ended up going water, our waterfall team. We had an incredible get together there with Trixie and we went to Bonefish Grill. We're able to go there and have dinner. Spouses invited. And it was so fun to connect with everybody. Even uh, Taylor Nibb's uh, mom was able to swing by Leslie Nibb, who, by the way, had an incredible race the next day in the long distance. She won her age group. No surprise. But just to catch up with everybody and have fun. And we're all talking about camp, uh, which, by the way, you guys need to put that down. It's in February. Go to our website. Go check out the dates. All you have to do is be a member. I mean, it's a free camp as long as you're a member. We're going to have the best time. Please come join us on that. But that is how day one went, okay? It was so, so fun. And then day two, this was my A race. And, uh, you know, obviously, I was just so hyped up from day one. I didn't really get to sleep at all. Uh, Every day was just like, you know, from the day we got in to then the day I raced. I was just so much adrenaline, so much fun. I didn't get that good of a night's sleep, but I was so excited for this race and get out there. The swim in Lake Lloyd is so beautiful. The water temp was perfect for wetsuit. They do the big fireworks send off. Uh, I lined up right in the age group and right in the time that I think I should be. But I just got a little frustrated. I don't know. I feel like Lake swims and I was I was trying to pick my coach's brain. I'm like, 
why do I feel like I do worse in lake swims than I do in the ocean, right? I mean, uh, doing Panama, I mean, doing Florida and Panama City the full distance just a couple weeks earlier, I don't know. I felt like I was moving so much quicker. I felt so much stronger, so much confident. I felt like not as many people were, you know, like I was holding my own. I wasn't really getting passed as much by people. But put me in that lake and I felt like I wasn't even moving. I don't know. I was super frustrated with my swim, uh, but came out still, you know, got on the bike and we could do that little half loop around the around the track and then we head out and, you know, completely safe course. I mean, when I say that there was like police officers blocking off the roads or blocking off where people could turn across the median, like there was like two police officers, lights everywhere like uh, cones everywhere. Like there was like barricades. There was no way any cars were going to get through to the cyclist. And that made me feel so safe. And it was just, you know, it's such a peace of mind to do that. And so I had a great, great bike. It's kind of like you go up um, and we had a headwind. It's a two loop, come back with a tailwind, which was really nice. Go back up again with the headwind, come back with the tailwind and um, and then back onto the track. So the bike was super fun. There was another uh, woman and I that kind of stuck together because we felt like we kept getting like blocked in by these guys. So I wish I would have gotten her name or at least her number, but we had so much fun kind of looking out for each other and helping each other get around them. Uh, it was a great, great bike course. And then get to the run and, um, you know, get started there. And you guys, it was so hot. I mean, I know I had just came, you know, Panama City, Florida was not hot at all. We had perfect weather. Of course, Kona was super hot. But there was just something about being on the track where there was just like, there's no wind. And um, yeah, I I had nowhere near the run that I would have liked to have had. Uh, but it but it is fun. It was fun to see everybody out there pushing. And they did do something cool this year where you kind of get to run under the stadiums so that you weren't um, exposed to the sun. And you got to do that since it's three loops. You got to get a little break like three times. Uh, there were some hills in there. And I did do one post on Instagram about how they had Christmas lights and Christmas music in there. And I think because of the, the state of mind I was in, because I just, I knew I wasn't having the run I wanted. I just felt like I couldn't push. Um, the first two times I went into the little Christmas land, I, the Christmas music was not settling with me. It was like aggravating me. I was like, you know, I cannot suffer to jingle bells. I cannot suffer to baby. It's cold outside when I'm coming out of like what felt like a sauna. Like I was so grouchy in that Christmas tunnel for some reason. And it, it, you know, there was two little hills in there too. But then I can't tell you the third time coming through there, I was so happy to hear the Christmas music and so happy to to see the tunnel because it meant I was literally almost done. I think it's just like a mile and a half, which is pretty much in there and back. And then you go to the finish line. And I was so happy to hear the Christmas music. So it probably was just my state of mind. But, you know, all in all, um, I guess my race was solid enough to where uh, I ended up, you know, landing seventh and ended up making Team USA. So I'm super excited about that. I have to decide if I can squeeze in that whole experience and go to Australia. That would be in September, like September 15th. No, 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 August. It's like August 
uh, I forget the exact date, but it's August and then September I'm going to Nice. So I think it's just like literally a month away from Nice. So I have to see if I can swing two big trips and being away that much from the family and obviously the, um, you know, the cost of all the travel and everything. But if I can swing it, I would love to get the chance to go do that. That's super exciting. Uh, definitely something that was on my bucket list to be on Team USA at some point and do the whole experience. So you guys, Clash Daytona was amazing. We had such a good group of waterfall team that showed up. And I can't even keep up with everybody. I don't want to start. I only grabbed two of them here on the the interview. Uh, But we were all over the podium. We had incredible races at Clash. And it was so fun to catch up with everybody and, you know, just talk about all the things in our year and how we finished up. And that's what it's all about, right? It's all about community and having people out there to support you. And it was just the perfect finish to the year. And it was nice, even though at the time I was complaining about the warm weather, uh, it was nice to be in warm weather one more time before I came back. And, um, you know, it's gotten really cold here. But that is how I finished my year. So I want to jump in here and just expose you to to some of the incredible athletes. Uh, I start off with interviewing Brooke so you can kind of get her feedback on how, how the race went. And um, we'll tell you what we're scheming next. And then I have, um, you know, they have the youth race, but this year they put the the teenagers into the mix with all the age groupers. And so there are two very special girls. Uh, you know, one of them, I didn't. there's three extra, but there's one I didn't catch but they're on Instagram and I watched them. I met them too last year at Clash and to see all they're doing in the, you know, and youth going all over the world, racing on the highest levels and just keeping it so fun. I was able to talk to one of their moms too. And uh, I'm just so excited to see where they go. And it's so fun to see the youth so excited about triathlon. And then we get um, Amanda Bond, who is a good friend of mine, who she's been on here before when she raised Augusta. She's a Clash ambassador. And then I end up with Stephanie and Michael uh, with our waterfall team, who both had really incredible races as well. So I just want you to catch some of the energy in case you're ever thinking about doing a Clash race. The answer is yes. And make sure you you reach out to me because you can always message me for a discount code okay so i am here at clash daytona so awesome today i had the chance to do a relay i got to do the bike part of the relay and guess who my swim partner was okay it was brooke bennett olympic swimmer so you can imagine my face when she's coming out of the water i was like one of the first people to get to the track um but brooke how was the swim how did it go the swim was beautiful i mean the water temp today was better than yesterday it was about 67 um so i would say 98 percent of the group had wetsuits on and i don't wear a wetsuit um so it was just good to know that i can still hang with the younger guys wearing a wetsuit and then of course the whole time i'm thinking about the transition and run to get to you um and you just set us up so great for the third part with shannon i mean it's just such a fun atmosphere and to be here and to be empowered by other women um it has just been awesome and then tell me this we were talking about this earlier your boys haven't quite figured out that their mom was an olympian so how do you i mean how is that moving forward i mean are you looking forward to when they finally get it well, I, I really um, wanted it to happen and I want it to happen organically rather than it just being something that the, as the time that they can start comprehending and talking, they're like, mom was the greatest swimmer. They don't 
they can watch those those videos, but they weren't there. So I think as being a mom and as they get older, to be at an event like this and to actually they get to witness mommy coming out and racing, I think these types of races will mean more to them than an actual Olympic gold medal. And you know, my oldest told me today, oh mom, were you the first one out? I was like, oh, I was like fourth or fifth. That's just because I'm an old lady. Oh mom, you're not old. You're so young and pretty. And you're like, yes. <laughs> the benefits of being a boy mom, right? Yeah. Oh, you. Oh, having the two boys is is so great. Um, and to know, like, oh, they they can be rough and tough and do all those boy things, but then they turn to mom and they want to kiss and hug on you. It's such a great feeling. And, and let me like, tell you, it only gets better as they get older. Let and, me tell you. And like, you're doing it for them. You're doing it so that they have they have a role model and they actually see mommy doing it. Um, and I do these things to to set the example for them to strive. And, and do great things, but they don't have to be compared to what mommy does because they're going to do great things on their own. I love it. I love it. So, and you guys hold tight because we are scheming doing an Ultraman relay. So I'm putting it out here on the podcast. So we're going to have to, it looks like Bill Christie's going to do it with us too. I'm so excited. And the 6.2 is way better in my wheelhouse than the 800 sprint today. So I'm totally in, but guys, remember I only swim. <laughs> and so for me, that's a dream to have her do that leg. But anyway, we'll catch up with some other people too. Um, but great job today. And thank you for setting me up for such a great day. Thanks so much. Joy. It was awesome. Okay. So you guys, I'm here at Clash and I am with the coolest girls who I met last year here and they just really came here and took it this year so introduce yourselves tell me how old you are and tell me where you placed um I'm Samantha I am 15 and I placed second second in her category age group and then overall overall uh fifth guys so amazing okay and then we have and i'm rafaela lima i'm 15 and i got first in my category and fourth overall keep your eye on these girls they're amazing you need to go find them on instagram too i love following their journey they're so cool um well congrats girls and are you done now now do you officially get to rest yeah now we have some rest before the season starts in like march yes <laughs> well good i'm so glad y'all got to come enjoy what are you doing now y'all gonna go home or now we're gonna go have a sleepover so <laughs> so cute have fun you guys thanks for jumping on here so we are here with so far second place um a female for 40 to 44 amanda bond clash ambassador as well amanda how did it go it was amazing like perfect weather perfect water temperature uh, riding around the speedway is just so thrilling and my run was like my best ever today like so oh so exciting so fun well congratulations let's see how the nine o'clock goes and hopefully you hold on to that podium spot thank you so much <laughs> okay real quick guys they're probably gonna they're gonna kill me but i gotta get our team on our podcast everybody such a great great day but i'm gonna start with stephanie first overall in the aqua it was the no, aquathon the, the, the duathlon sprint duathlon tell us your secret uh, a lot of running, yes. A lot of uh, marathon training, and I've been running a lot. I've been doing a lot of 5Ks, and so today it showed in the race, you know, that all the running I'm doing is paying off. Yeah, she yeah. did such a great job. We love seeing our waterfall take the podium. And how is it for you? 
Went well. Yeah, I got third in the my age group for the sprint triathlon. Okay, and you did. What did you get last year? You were up there last year too. Second, second last year. Goodness, yeah. we just keep taking the podium. I love it. I love it. Does is that we podium right? Yeah, so. exactly. Well, thanks so much. And we just had an incredible dinner with the team. Um, we got to see Trixie's little Oreo cookies that the team ordered for her with her picture on it. Um, it's always just such a good time to get together and see everybody and just catch up and uh, just talk about all the things. So thanks for being a part of the team, you guys, and thanks for being here this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <Yay. laughs> well, I hope you could truly feel the energy, you guys, at Clash Daytona. Such an incredible day. And I do want to mention that since interviewing some of the athletes, there was another sprint race that day, and some of the placements may have changed a little bit, but still not taken away from anybody. Just wanted to make sure that, you know, in case there's some discrepancies. So before I jump into my mindset minute, let's talk about a company, TeleRx. You guys, I am working with this company, T-E-L-Y-R-X. Go check them out. Go check out their website. Here's why it's a game changer. You know how you get sick and you know the meds you need, but in order to get them, you got to wait to get into your doctor's appointment. You have to wait to get to the pharmacy when it's not really necessary, right? Don't you wish there was a more convenient way to get those medications? Well, there is. You go to telerx.com, things like your Z-Pack, when you know you're coming down with the flu, uh, UTI, okay, women, are you with me? When that hits, you know exactly what's coming and you want to get your medication as quick as possible. You don't want to have to wait to get into the doctor to finally get a prescription to finally go to the pharmacy. I know you can feel me on that one. Uh, even men's health scripts. You guys, you can discreetly go on there and purchase the scripts you need. CGMs as well. Another big game changer for athletes. Go check them out, telerx.com, and you can use the code JOY to get a discount. So before I sign off, I want to leave you with our mindset minute. And I want to talk to you about the compounding effect. You know, we hear it all the time, consistency, compounding, it kind of all goes together. But here's the thing, the effect applies to both good and bad choices, right? So let's look back over your year. Where are you here at the end of 2023? And when you look back, where you are, the things you are facing, the successes or failures you've had, a lot of it has to do with the choices you made daily over 2023. It wasn't like all of a sudden you said, I want to be here or I want to do this or I want to do that. There's no way you can step up and do some of these things unless you've been consistent and that consistency has compounded over time. Uh, the same thing with negative habits. You could be in a spot that you're like, how did I get here? I don't want to be here. But that didn't happen overnight, right? You can look back over the choices you made consistently that led you to finally realizing, oh my goodness, how did I get here? So hopefully, as we finish out this year, we can make some corrections if they were bad compounding choices, or we can continue to build on the choices that we made that put us in a positive position here as we finish 2023. So be real mindful of that. Go back. And if you are so excited about how you're finishing 2023, make sure you write down, go back and rethink all the things you did, all the steps you took, 
all the daily good decisions that you did to grow to be able to finish and have a year like you had in 2023. And the same goes for if you're not where you want to be at the end of 2023, go back and look and see where you can make changes and be prepared, write it down, get your plan going so that as we take on 2024, you will be ready to have the compounding effect work in your favor. Well, thanks for joining us on the Waterfall Racing Podcast. I'm your host, Joy McAdams. And if you'd like to find out more or join our community, you can find us at waterfallracing.com. Or you can also find us on Instagram. If you have any mailbag questions or ideas for future guests, you can shoot me a DM on Instagram at jmcadams5. And remember, when it comes to training, sometimes it's just about showing up. I love the mantra, anything is better than nothing. Some days it's just about that consistency. Remember, consistency is always king. Happy training.